1: The Super Delicious Cereal
2: presents the adventures of Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman! Yes, it's Superman, the man of steel, whom the wily Mr. Jones hopes to catch in his cunning trap. In just a moment, we'll join him with his guest, The Laugher. But right now, here's Dan McCullough to talk about your collection of comic buttons.
1: You know what I think is particularly swell about those snappy comic buttons Kellogg's Pep is putting out? Well, I think they sort of hold our Superman gang together. All you fellows and girls have something in common, because you're all collecting comic buttons and having great fun, too. First of all, there's the thrill of seeing which button's inside every time Mom opens a new package of that super delicious whole wheat flake cereal. If it's a brand new one, why well, you can pin it right away with the others on your jacket or your dress or cap. Or if it's a duplicate, like one you already have, you know, well, that's even more fun because then you have the business of swapping it with one of your pals and a chance to compare notes on how many you've each collected. And you'll want every one of these 18 colorful buttons, too, from K.O. right on up to Superman. And you can get them easy as one, two, three. Just ask Mom to get you a package or two of Kellogg's Pep. Don't send in any money, not even a box stop. And you can't buy these comic buttons anywhere. But look inside the Pep package for your prize, one of these dazzling comic buttons or a military insignia or warplane button. There's an exciting prize in every package of P.E.P. Pep. Made by Kellogg's of Battle Creek. Now, the adventures of Superman.
2: A mysterious criminal leader calling himself Mr. Jones knows the whereabouts of two stolen pieces of kryptonite, the deadly element which robs Superman of his great strength. Superman, Batman, and Police Inspector Henderson twice almost had the elusive Mr. Jones within their grasp, but he escaped them. It is now Christmas Day, and while our friends and the police continue their desperate search for him, the slender, scholarly-looking Mr. Jones is in a small apartment above a Turkish rug shop in the crowded foreign section of Metropolis. He sits huddled in a chair, a blanket across his thin knees, and a shawl over his stooped shoulders. As Tara, his Hindu boy servant, ushers a huge, red-faced man into the room, Mr. Jones seizes his crystal and silver atomizer and hastily sprays
3: his throat. Listen. Hello, Jones. Uh,
4: Come in, Laffer, come in. Uh, Close the door,
3: Tara. (laughs) How are you, Jones? Long time no see. Well, excuse me if I don't accept your
4: hand, Laffer. You've just been outside and may infect me. (laughs) Uh, Just let me spray my throat again and I'll talk with you.
3: (laughs) Same old Jones. Still afraid of germs. (laughs) If you'll take my advice and let a little fresh air into this Uh, oven.
4: Fresh air carries disease. Uh. Now sit down. I have something important to
3: discuss with you. I didn't think you wanted to wish me a happy new year. What's on your mind? A certain piece of kryptonite. Kryptonite? Uh, Yes. I want to buy it from you.
4: I don't follow you, Joe. Oh, look here, Laffer. Please don't waste my time or yours. You should be aware by now that we of the Crescent and Star know everything. Mm really? Yes. We know the Scarlet Widow stole the original kryptonite fragment from the Metropolis Museum and cut it into four pieces, and that two of the pieces are now gone forever. We know that the other two were purchased by you and the Vulture for one million dollars each. Now, about your piece of kryptonite.
3: I want to buy it, Hmm, huh? Sorry, it's not for sale. I'm willing to pay you a profit, of course. <laughs> no soap, Jones. Since you know so much, you ought to know why I won't sell. You uh, think it protects you against Superman? I know it does. He can't come within ten feet of the stuff without passing out code. But I... Ah, no, there are no buts, brother. Once before, Superman caught me and broke up the sweetest string of rackets in the country. I don't intend to have that happen again. <laughs> it will, though, unless you do business with me. Oh, now, look, Jonesy, don't get any foolish ideas just because I walked into this room alone. And just in case you've forgotten who I am, I can put a half a dozen slugs in you and that Hindu before you can get that fancy spray bottle up to your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> don't be childish, Lop. Oh, just be I careful. I tell
4: you again that unless you do business with me... You'll be back in the penitentiary very soon. What do you mean? Superman knows you have the kryptonite. What? Yes, the scarlet widow talked.
3: Well, she wouldn't,
4: not the widow. She talked, I tell you. The police cornered her and she talked. She was dying from a bullet wound and told the police about you and the vulture.
3: I don't believe it. I would have heard if she'd been shot. Inspector
4: Henderson is keeping it quiet, just so you won't be warned. He and Superman are turning heaven and earth to find you.
3: Hmm. Well... I'll take my chances with the cops, and I'm not afraid of Superman. I've got the gimmick to stop him. You talk like a fool. The kryptonite is only
4: valuable against Superman when he doesn't know you have it. But knowing you do have it, he'll be careful. He'll locate you and then lead the police to you.
3: If he finds me.
4: My dear fellow, you know the Crescent and Star Gang are international spies. You and every other important crook know that for a price, we would furnish the present whereabouts of any other crook or spy keep a running file on everyone who might be of use to us. Wait a minute.
3: You mean I'm in those files?
4: How else do you suppose I found you?
3: And the cops and Superman know about my new setup? They know I had my face lifted and my fingerprints burned off? They don't know yet. Oh. You almost gave me a heart failure, Brother Jones.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Now that everything is understood, I presume we can get down to business.
3: Business? Oh, I see. You want to sell me my file, huh? Eh? Quite right. Yeah, I should have guessed it. Okay, what's your price, Jones? The piece of kryptonite. What? Now look here,
4: Jones. Now oh, please, Laffer, I despise dramatics. And I detest guns. In anyone else's hand. Uh, put that one away. Nothing doing. Please be sensible. Four of my men, all excellent shots, by the way, are behind a thin false wall at your back. Look. I need only press this button under the arm of my chair and the wall slides back. Like that.
3: You see, Hmm. (laughs) Okay, it's a standoff. So where do we go from here? We cooperate and destroy Superman. Destroy Superman. Are you kidding? Not at all. With a kryptonite, I can do it. Look, I thought you were smart, Jonesy. Don't you know not even the atom man could finish him? True, true. But with
4: certain information I have recently obtained, and your kryptonite, I believe I can. Yeah, you I never dream, Laffer. I deal only in facts. Now, do you prefer to cooperate with me and save your skin, or shall I turn my files on you over to the police? Now, just a minute. Why are you so keen about getting rid of Superman? It's so important, I don't dare mention it even in front of Tara. But I'll tell you this much. Once Superman is Stop finished... Stop dreaming
3: and tell me how you intend finishing him. Uh, I'm not saying I'm in on this deal, of course, but I'm willing to listen. Once you've heard the details, I'm sure you won't hesitate.
4: Now wait until I spray my throat. I've talked a good deal. It's become dry. (laughs) That's better. Now listen, Laffer. This is the plan, and it can't fail. As you know, kryptonite is the most radioactive element in existence. The man could easily have destroyed Superman. In his
2: precise, coldly, metallic voice, Mr. Jones confides his plan for destroying Superman to the Laugher. A short time later, Jimmy Olsen, cub reporter, enters the almost deserted city room of the Daily Planet and meets Beanie Martin, the head copy boy.
0: You still here, Beanie? I thought you were having a big dinner at your house today. We are, but I got tied up delivering Christmas baskets. Listen, Jim, Mr. Kent just called up. Don't tell me he's going to be late picking me up. We're having Christmas dinner at Mr. White's house today. I know. Mr. Kent says he's been delayed in the south end of town, and he wants you to grab a taxi and meet him at the Metropolis Bridge. He'll be waiting there in his car in 30 minutes. Okay, I'll just get the presents on my desk and beat it. Thanks, Beanie. You're welcome. Oh, I almost forgot. A messenger brought a letter from Mr. Kent a few minutes ago. I guess you want to take it along, huh? Sure, let's have it. Here you are. There's something in it. Besides the letter, I mean feels kind of like a coin, except it's more square than round. Don't you know it's not only bad manners, but against the law to monkey with other people's mail? I wasn't opening it. I'll give it here. Okay, okay. Well, I'll be getting along home. Salon, long, Jim, and Merry Christmas. Same to you, Beanie. See you tomorrow. Well, let's see if I got all the presents. Mr. Kent, Mr. White, Lane, Mom, Coke. Yep, All there. I'd better get started. Picking up his
2: gaily wrapped Christmas packages, Jimmy Olsen carelessly thrusts the letter for Clark Kent into his jacket pocket and leaves the Daily Planet, unaware that the letter carries startling consequences for both himself and Kent. We'll return in a moment for the exciting
1: climax of today's episode. But first, here again is your announcer. Say you fellows know how often the girls win out in spelling bees or reading contests well you know nowadays i've heard that many times the girls are winning out in collecting comic buttons from packages of kellogg's pep Of course, whenever that happens, the boys get busy right away, and the race is on. Good fun it is, too, because everybody gets a kick out of those true-to-life pictures of favorite comic strip characters, like Smokey Stover with his bright red fireman's cap and Perry Winkle wearing a red bow tie, and Superman himself, complete with blue jersey, flying red cape, and Superman insignia, and how those colorful pictures do stand out against the clear white background of these sturdy metal buttons. So, fellas... Don't let the girls get ahead of you. And girls, don't let the fellas get ahead of you. Everybody pitch in. It's easy, you know. You don't send in any money, not even a box stop. And you can't buy these comic buttons anywhere. Just ask Mom to get you plenty of that super delicious whole wheat flake cereal, Kellogg's Pep. Inside every package, there's an exciting prize. One of these dazzling comic buttons or a military insignia or warplane button. That's P-E-P, Pep, made by Kellogg's of Battle Creek. Now, back to the adventures of Superman.
2: En route to Edit a Perry White's Suburban House for Christmas dinner, Jimmy Olsen left a taxi cab at the beginning of the huge mile-long Metropolis River Bridge where Clark Kent, at the wheel of his car, is awaiting him.
0: Here I am, Jim. Hurry up. Okay, Mr. Kent. Want some help with your packages? I can handle them, thanks. Okay, wait till I open the door. Thanks. There you uh, are. Pile in. We're a little uh, late. Uh, I got tied up downtown. Right. All set. Good.
2: luck with Mr. Jones yet, huh? No, Jim, he fooled us and got away. You know, I never tackled a more
0: slippery customer. He... Huh? Hey. hey, what's the matter? I... Look out, Mr. Kent, you're crowding the car in the next lane. I see, Jim, I... I... Well, what's the matter? Are you sick? I don't know. I feel like... Huh? I a week. Jim. Yeah? A letter in your pocket. Yeah? tonight. Oh, look out! You're headed for the bridge railing, uh... Mr. Kent!
2: Oh. Too late, Jimmy snatches at the steering wheel behind which Clark Kent has suddenly collapsed and the car crashes through the bridge rail and plummets down toward the Metropolis River far below. Faster it falls and faster, spinning completely about in the air and then plunging into the dark waters. moment the gleaming car top is seen above the surface of the water, and then it disappears, carrying Jimmy Olsen and the unconscious Kent to the muddy bottom of the river. What happens to Kent, who, as we know, is Superman, and who, a moment before he lost consciousness, gasped that there was kryptonite in the letter in Jimmy's pocket, the letter which had been delivered for Kent at the Daily Planet a short while before. Fellows and girls, Monday's episode is tense and exciting, so don't miss it. Tune in, same time, same station. And follow the adventures of Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman.
1: Devils and girls... Be sure to follow the adventures of Superman, brought to you every day, Monday through Friday, same time, same station, by the grand old Kellogg Company of Battle Creek. And for other thrilling adventures of Superman, see your local newspaper. Superman is also a copyrighted feature, appearing in Superman D.C. publications. Give a hip-hip hooray, gang. It's back. For you and me, now there's Kellogg's famous variety. That's the Swell Variety Carton with ten separate generous packages of Kellogg's cereals, including Kellogg's Pep, Rice Krispies, Shredded Wheat, Corn Flakes, Crumbles, and 40% Bran Flakes. Each box in Kellogg's Variety holds a fresh, crisp, heaping portion. Just help yourself to your favorite kind. Makes breakfast a picnic of fun. So ask Mom to get Kellogg's Variety right away. And be sure to be with us on Monday for the thrilling adventures of Superman.